PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. We're adding a little something to this month's sales contest. As you all know, first prize is a Cadillac Eldorado. Anybody want to see second prize? Second prize is a set of steak knives. Third prize is you're fired. You get the picture? You laughing now? You got leads. Mitch and Murray paid good money. Get their names to sell them. You can't close the leads you're given. You can't close shit. You are shit. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it, because you are going out. The leads are weak. The leads are weak. Fucking leads are weak. You're weak. I've been in this business 15 years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> you know why, mister? Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an $80,000 BMW. That's my name. Chris Crespo Radio Show. show. Everybody likes it. Listen, Listen to his shit. Up. Welcome to episode 344 of Cinema Crespediso. I'm your host, Chris Crespo, tuning in the Crespediso studio, doing that thing. Here is your weather threat update. Weather threat level is charcoal black. Ooh. Threat level is charcoal black. It's bad. Your hurricanes. That's a matte black. Are under investigation. That is a, a, a matte, non-shiny black. Yes, no shininess. Correct. That uh, it sucks in the light yep. and reflects nothing back. It's terrible. It's horrifying. Matt's a real piece of shit. <laughs> Matt's are terrible. <laughs> we hate them. And we love them. How many Matt's do you know? Oh, God. No pretentious ones with a double T-E on the end. Double <laughs> Double T-E? Double T-E? That's a French Matt. Matt. Oh, oh, those Matt's. Yeah. Matt Because we were talking about Matt Black. Yeah. yeah. Matt mm-hmm. Black. Jack Black's cousin. Yeah. Luckily, I do not know any Matt's that spell it M-A-T-T-E. Maybe we should uh, go meet some Matt's. We should. And then change our perception of who Matt's can be. I don't know if I can. Now I'm obsessed with finding a person named Matt Black and then having <laughs> sort of some sort of that would be amazing. Uh, parallel career to Jack Black. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Drew Cogbert is on assignment in New York City. Uh, we have correspondence room that we'll get to in the second half, actually. Uh, but sitting in his seat, keeping it warm, is Steve Etchie. Yeah, Steve. Hey. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing awesome. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, and with us, a returning guest from the Story Jones show, but also representing Cooking Up Comedy to continue my, my foodie theme for the last couple weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Trey. Yeah, Trey! Who's a wazzle? Who's a wazzle? Yeah. That's a Simpsons reference. <laughs> I love a good Simpsons reference right off the top of the bat. Cheers, sir. Drinks. Cheers. Yes. We're toasting. Uh, All ask, that good shit. I asked Trey to bring us a drink of the week. A segment they sometimes do on, uh, when they feel like it, when there's booze laying around on the surgery and stuff. Until we clinked glasses, I did not realize these were plastic. <laughs> I thought they were glass the entire time, no, and then we cheers. 100% glass. I, like, I, don't know why, uh, I don't know why they gave the weird clink. There was no clinkage. It's <laughs> weird. There was a lack of clinkage here. It was a very soft clink. They are glass, though. Uh, soft clink is the uh, the unused character in Hogan's Heroes. Okay. There's Colonel Clink and then there's Soft Clink. Okay. Uh, what, are we, what are we drinking, buddy? Um, this is Blackberry Sage Lemonade. Yeah. Awesome. 
what 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 are your ingredients? I saw you. It was uh, vodka. Yeah, All vodka right. is the base uh, alcohol, mm-hmm. and then um, uh, lemon juice, simple syrup, mm. and then I made a blackberry simple uh, blackberry sage. Simple you, syrup. you made it. You made the mm. blackberry sage simple syrup. Cause why not? I mean, you just put a lot of shit in a pot and then you strain it. And, and then you cook it down, you strain it. And then what you got. But then you hope that it tastes good as well. Mm-hmm. Which, mm-hmm. It, which it does. Uh, thank you for bringing the drink, sir. No problem. It's amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I will have uh, something to pair it with in the second half. Oh. Yeah. So I'll When be- I was actually on their show and you did, I don't remember what the drink was, but I was just like, oh, that's nice or whatever. And I had two. And then yeah. uh, when we were finishing up, I was like, oh, that was. That was really good, and I stood up. I was like, "Oh fuck!" (laughs) Careful, you gotta sip. Always, that's the mantra: Mm -hmm. sip. Always gotta sip. I'm sipping now. Don't don't use a straw. Straws it's gone before you know when you drink with a straw. You know. Luckily, there's only two ounces of alcohol in this. Fortunately, hey, well, I mean, it's uh, early in the day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay, guys, we have some movie stuff to talk about, and then I'm gonna ask you about some other things as well, and then we'll be throwing in some food talk and shit like Mm -hmm. that. So we're gonna have a good time. I went and saw this movie called The Kitchen. You guys hear about The Kitchen? This t- I hadn't heard of it. This ties in with all the food stuff. A okay. movie called The Kitchen. Has nothing else to do with cooking whatsoever. Uh, <laughs> it takes place in Hell's Kitchen. Apparently, when the movie starts, it had a DC logo, and then it's a DC Vertigo. So apparently, based on some sort of a comic book okay. type of deal. One of these things. Or graphic novel. Well, well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, sir. And it takes place in a 70s-ish New York Hell's Kitchen, and it's about the Irish crime family in there. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is part of the family. Tiffany Haddish is married into it. Oh, Jesus. And uh, Elizabeth Moss is uh, married to some guy in the family, and they all have uh, just bad, bad lots in life right their husbands all get busted get sent to prison for four years while they're out they're like the family isn't taking care of them give them the money they need to pay their rent and and feed for their kids and stuff so they decide to take matters into their own hands and become their own crime bosses in the vacuum left by their husbands nice being taken to to prison so good premise yeah when you watch a trailer i've seen the trailer a couple times makes it a fun martin scorsese style goodfellas wannabe type movie it's got my top two favorite female comedic actors in it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish and... Um, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. Not a comedy. Really? Not a comedy. I was going to say, oh, yeah, because I love them both too, yeah. I, I thought they were fine. My mom, who saw the movie separately, she went and saw it with uh, my father, apparently, told me to say they were terrible. <laughs> she, she thought everyone in the movie was terrible. She not, did not like the movie uh, at all. I thought the movie was fine. I like them. I like all of them. I like Elizabeth Moss. Domino Gleason pops up as an insane hitman at one point. He's fantastic. Um, good cast. It's uh, it's a fun looking movie. Like the way it looks, the style of it, the clothing. Tiffany Haddish pulls off that clothing so well. It's amazing. Uh, but it's a weird thing. We're like, okay, so for example, uh, Miss McCarthy's character, she's like ostensibly the lead of the movie of the okay. trio, and at one point, someone tells her like, you, we gotta follow you because everyone, uh. Everyone believes in you. And then later, someone's like, you're smart. You, you can figure this out. You're smart. We're being told all these things, but we never actually see it. So okay. when she's like, we're going to take over collections, it cuts from them. They're like, we're going to take it over to they took it over. There's like no, there's weird scenes missing. Huh. Like there should be showing them like doing the crimes instead of saying we're going to do the crimes. Then the crimes are done. And then they're like, just like, ah, wipe, like rubbing their hands. Yeah, like, we ah, did it. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> Now here comes a problem. Oh no! It's it's strange. Why do you think they chose to shoot it that way? Uh, I don't know if it's they're trying to stick so close to maybe the source material that chooses not to go that deep. Maybe they wanted to be a fast movie because it's only an hour. 
45 hour 50 minutes and it's a Scorsese film no it's oh, a Scorsese you... wannabe film oh, okay. the trailer made it feel like a Scorsese okay. wannabe film I thought you film. said it was a Scorsese film <laughs> no the trailer sold it that way it's uh, I, uh, it's less did than it, that did it work out that way do you think that worked the mm-hmm. reason I ask is just mm-hmm. because like um, I mean you know the only thing like the first thing that I would think is that the filmmaker was trying to say like look like the action part and stuff like this that's not what's important what's right. important is the relationship between the people you know what i mean like yeah, they steer the focus it sort of does and uh, they pay a lot of attention to the the politics of this irish crime family and how there's like a mom like the older patriarch matriarch lady you know the old lady mm-hmm. um and then there's little jackie who's in charge and then when uh something happens to little jackie it's like well who steps up to the plate and all this stuff and uh, all that is traditional mob movie type stuff and it's fine yeah but the actual particulars of the three ladies and them taking over the business and the different things they have to do i feel like that itself the most important part interesting part of the movie it was like shown the least and it's, huh. said he's focused more on like some of the fallout and consequences of it, which I understand. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I just think the movie, in an attempt to be fast and entertaining at under two hours, one of the rare cases of I think the movie should have been longer. Okay. It, it needed more scenes and more stuff to happen. It needed more time to care about these people. Do you think it would do better as like a Netflix series? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it sounds what, like a lot of development needs to happen within a yeah. short period of Especially time. Especially with a crime family. You mm-hmm. can keep going with that kind yeah. of... And then when he started introducing the Brooklyn crime family, and then he starts talking about Uptown and all this other stuff, and you realize how big New York is uh, in this world, yes, th- then you have to shoehorn in a lot of stuff in short amount in a shorter amount of time. For sure, it would have worked better as a mini series maybe gotcha. or it's definitely one of those uh it's like damn i wanted more to make this thing work i wanted to like the movie the trailer looked yeah. good um as it is i was like yeah there are things about it that i like yeah things there were scenes here or there i was like oh this is really good the elizabeth moss character i would have liked the, a lot more development of her character because she was very interesting her arc and all this stuff that happens to her i don't want to say what it is but uh it's a it's a weird one and it's a weird weekend because this is like one of four or five movies that came out this weekend. Really? Yes. Uh, August. It's like the middle of August where it's that time where some schools, especially in the South, are getting back in session. Family vacations are ending. So it's like uh, we're kind of done with the summer, the big mm. summer movies. Uh, do you have the, the box office top 10, Steve? Uh, I have uh, the uh, domestic which is five, yeah, perfect. Five point five million. Uh, what what place does that put it? One, two, three. Do, do you have that uh, um, list there? Yeah, on the charts, all time domestic. No, just uh, for the weekend. Oh, for the weekend, five million's like nothing. That's oof, yeah. that barely pays for the. Uh, the it wardrobe. was ranked number seven. Number seven on its opening weekend, and see, <clears throat> neither of you guys even knew this movie was out. That's why. Well, I mean, after you started talking about it, I do remember seeing the trailer once, but... Mm. I never even that's saw that. that. That's not enough to yeah. um, to make something stick, though. Mm-mm. And then, uh, also coming out this weekend, I did not see it. It got some decent reviews in our Crespedisa group. The Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You guys yeah. remember these books? Um... I never read the book personally when I was a kid. The, 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 I didn't either, that. but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I didn't read the books because the covers were too scary. Man. <laughs> the cover was very scary. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Goosebumps yeah. on crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like goosebumps, but we don't want to molly coddle these children. You, mm. they, you should. They're children. They need to be coddled. Um, how much did that make uh, this opening weekend? Scary stories. Scary stories. I wanted to see that, but it didn't work out with my schedule. My scheduling. 
Okay. Oh, same. Here we go. Oh, it's so exciting. I love when things get looked up on podcasts. Oh. <laughs> In real time. It never yeah. seems uh, fast really. enough when you're recording, but then when you listen back, it's it like, just happens like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's not relax. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People are doing their laundry. No one cares how long We're waiting, <laughs> Steve. Hurry. <laughs> We also have terrible internet back here in this part of the house. Like, I get one of those bumpers the, the, that yeah. shoots your internet around. What's his name? Town Tech. Town Tech. He'll help you out with that. Mm-hmm. Well, my solutions. Mm. Uh, mm. D- domestically, that's it good. got uh, 20.8 million. Wow. That's a lot of money. Wow. For, uh, little, wow. For a little PG 13. <laughs> yeah. It's ranked, it's ranked number two. Number two. Yeah. Damn. That's wild. Uh, see, I should have seen that. I should have seen the scariest stories. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, I didn't look up the kitchen on Rotten Tomatoes. I know Scary Stories is like 70, 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's actually pretty it's well 80%, liked. 80%, yeah. Right? Uh, <clears throat> I feel like the kitchen, after seeing it, I bet you it's like in the 40, 50 percentile area. Oh, no. No? Is it lower? Oh, yeah. What's that? Is it 20? Whoa. Dude. Dude. What's yeah. the, what is the consensus there? The little paragraph they, where they wrap it up. Oh, yeah. I just got to click on it. Here we go. And, uh... The audience scored at 67, by the way. It's still pretty low for an audience score. It is. Usually audience scores are like in the 90s because audiences are stupid. Uh, It just says uh, the critics' consensus is is that with uh, with three talented leads struggling to prop up a sagging story, Mm -hmm. The Kitchen is a jumbled crime thriller in urgent need of some heavy-duty renovation. Ah, man, that was kind of harsh the way they put it there. Yeah, yeah. Or like I said, my parents saw they did not like it. No? No, my mom was like, this movie sucks. She was upset about the depiction of trash on the street. She's like, it wasn't that dirty. Where? <laughs> in, in New York City, like in Hell's Kitchen in, in oh, the late 60s, early 70s. I'm like, sure it was. My third Mike, Dan Mo- <laughs> But Groen, you live there. I disagree. Uh, Dan Groen, the third Mike on my show, he yeah. hates New York. Thinks it's a trash city. Right, well. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I mean everyone's entitled to their wrong opinion. My, my mom actually lived there at the time, so uh, she has firsthand experience about what the city looked yeah. like. So. Um... Yes, yeah, so I guess no one's recommending The Kitchen to anyone. Ah, sorry, Melissa McCarthy. You ever see the movie Spy? Mm, a bit of it on FX, Man, but not all the way through. That's a fun movie. Is it really? Yeah, okay. I, really, I really, really enjoyed that one. When I saw it on theater, I was like, whoa, I, this is more enjoyable than I thought it would be. I had to reel it in on the Melissa McCarthy like one-offs, because some of them are a little stinky. Absolutely. Um, Check out the directors of them. Yeah. Look at the directors. If It's a Paul Fague movie, mm-hmm. like a, uh, a, a spy type thing, then it's good. If it's this other guy, Falcon, his name is, something like that, Ben Falcon, mm-hmm. that's her husband. He's the dude who was the air marshal in Bridesmaids. God. They're actually married. Okay. He makes the movies like Identity Thief and uh, what's this other one they did? Uh, Tammy. Okay. All those. All those. The lower McCarthy's. Yeah. He, he's the one who makes those. What do you think about uh, Happy Time Murders? Didn't see it. There was really? so poorly reviewed that I was like, I'm not even going to bother. It's not one bad. I'm a, I'm a fan of puppeteering now. I so. love puppeteering as well, but we've already got Meet the Feebles. Mm. Right, Avenue Q already exists. Mm. So, what, what are they doing any different with uh, Happy Time Murders? Um, I'll, Besides I'll, the fact that it is straight up Henson, Henson for real, like over top, over the top sexual um, puppeteering. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. want, I didn't want to see yeah. it because with when they when they take something that's typically like children's entertainment, yes. and try to do something like that, yes, like. They revel too much in the let's be. What was it? What was it the uh, one that team, Seth Rogen team did? America. Oh, uh, sausage party. Yeah, yeah. That I think was over. The that top. movie was shit. And, <laughs> and but the biggest reason I like take that Seth Rogen. I like that movie. But the reason I didn't like it that means was, it's a fifty percent between the two of us. There and I. It was so Presto etchy tomatoes. It was such a simple fix. Like 
fuck was in every sentence. And it's like, why? Why are we doing this? It's it, because it, it's his, not his virgin it's, ears. Like it, all the fuck. Well, I was gonna say, and that's not even the part of it. Like it it's seems not, like lazy. It's right? not that people, I'm offended. People know Steve has like a, on the bumper sticker. Um, if it's safe for the little ears, one of those. But things. I mean, you know, like he's been angling to get a PFT Media one. Those are the worst drivers. Many, by the way, watch out for that. How many times can you laugh at a hot dog saying "fuck"? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it just quite a few. Oh, oh yeah, no, you can, but like they how, do how, that in how the how first like eight eight times. But if it's eight <laughs> times, it's in, the, it's, it's in the first eight minutes of the goddamn movie. That's about how far into the movie I made it. Yeah, and then I turned it off. It's nah. it's the oh, same so the three throughout the whole thing. On the tray, Steve uh, Cresswilson, mm-hmm. the score just drops a third First style cartoon, <laughs> but with cursing, it'll be hilarious, and it wears thin so fast. For your it didn't bother me. When make I saw up it. good dialogue. Yeah, I thought it was fine. It's not that hard. I thought it was fine. Well, what's the what's the tomato score on the on sausage party? Look that up on Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see. In this room, oh my god! In this room, it's thirty three percent. Is it uh, possible to go negative? Oh man, I thought I thought it was positive, but now it's already been a couple years, and now he's so adamant about how bad it is. Now I'm questioning whether or not it's good or not. Because it could have been so good. I feel like it all uh, depends on your mental status kitchen. going into a movie like that. Oh, sure, what was sure, the sure. movie again, David? Sausage Party. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is your expectations. What do you What do you want to get out of it? What are you waiting for at mm-hmm. that time? Uh, that's what happened with the kitchen. I wanted to like it. It was like, well, but the thing that bothered me too is the entire time I'm looking, I'm like, you know what? Seth Rogen is smarter than this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but he's also dumber than that as well. That's true. He's both. He is both. That's things. what's frustrating. Yeah, he can be smart and dumb. We're yeah. humans. We're yeah. humans. Come on. Sausage Party, Rotten Tomato score is coming in at. Yeah, it's coming in at. Oh, I got one of those. Oh, there you go. Long roll. Oh, yeah. It still stops. (laughs) (laughs) What in the hell? Your Wi Fi is terrible, sir. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why I got to get one of them uh, them bumper things. Very Mm -hmm. expensive, though. Uh, While he takes the next 30 minutes to look that up. I'm going to do what quick what you're watching for me this week. I've been on an action movie kick for the last few weeks. Okay. So I rewatched Point of No Return with Bridget Fonda. You ever mm-hmm. see that? Um, it's old school. Right? 93. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't think I ever saw it. It's but... a fun one. It's enjoyable. She's a lady. She's a lady. Who, whoa, whoa, who uh, gets recruited. She's like a junkie. Uh, she kills whoa. a cop. She's going to get herself. Did she find it? Is it there? Yeah, this is interesting. It got an 83%, but it got a 50% from the audience. Ah, see, so that's a case where audiences are stupid. But but isn't that weird, though? Like, no, th- it happens, this, it happens all the time. No, 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 I know. Are, like, it, more by critics. No, no, I know. But, I mean, like, usually the comedies like like this oh, are where sure. the critics are poo-poo on it maybe, and the be, audience loves it. Maybe because it's a comedy about Trey would have noticed because he stopped watching after the first mm. eight bucks. But mm-hmm. the, um, <laughs> the, uh, it's a movie that gets into about religion and what is life and trying tribalism and all this other stuff it, it gets a lot deeper than you would think a movie about vegetables that curse and have sex gets yeah but it doesn't solve anything or go like it dives deep into like the mysteries hey, of life see this issue you it's to solve- totally right here but don't do anything with it <laughs> you, wanted, you wanted to solve the mysteries of life well, no <laughs> but it would have worked much better as like a funnier die like three minutes probably I don't want him to that, solve that's anything, like but- 99% of yeah. yes for but, sure but isn't it even more <laughs> annoying to have like uh, something that you're watching point out issues in life and then move on you're like why did you even point that out like you, you know what I'm saying like they, they, they went a little bit deeper but they mm. didn't do mm. anything mm-hmm. with that okay you know I don't know why I'm so adamantly defending I just thought this movie was fine I saw it one time a few <laughs> years ago got me defending something that's like yeah who gives a shit it's a mm-hmm. fucking 20 million dollar animated movie <laughs> I think it was cheap as fuck 
Um, Point of No Return, meanwhile, also pretty cheap. Actually, very little budget. Mm-hmm. But it had Gabriel Byrne, um, uh, Bridget Fonda uh, becomes a trained assassin, and she uh, gets sent on a few jobs. Has sex with Durbin Maroney a few times. It's uh, it's fun. There's a boob double in there. Those aren't her tits. Yeah. Those definitely aren't her tits. A boob double. Yeah, Neither you got You said boob I, doubles used to be a bunch of more yeah. uh, prominent job back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not was porn. Uh, you guys see the original Death Wish movies, the original five Death Wish movies? No, but I am aware of them and what it's about. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Trey, have you seen any of them at all? Um, uh, refresh my memory. Uh, well, the first Death Wish, Charles Bronson is the liberal, uh, conscientious objector architect Snowflake, who uh, his wife and kid uh, gets uh, raped, wife murdered, kid catatonic. Uh, so he goes out with a gun, buys a gun. This is New York City, 70s. Uh, you know, the good New York City. Like and, and he goes Park. around to uh, kill criminals. Okay. I don't think I've ever seen it. Sounds Man, good, it's a whole series of movies where Charlie Bronson plays a guy, Paul Kersey, mm-hmm. who uh, something bad happens to someone very close to him. And in the first movie, he goes out and kills all criminals. And, this, mm-hmm. and then from the second one on, he just goes and gets revenge on the people who committed the crimes. Even oh. though I don't, uh, I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about this movie, since <laughs> one of those movies where like when... Like, if you're, like, talking to, like, your mom or your sister or something, you know, like, in a family setting, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just mention, de- you just say Death Wish, and your dad's on the other side of the room. My dad would go, he would you, perk know, up. you know, he's go, did you say Death Wish? <laughs> yes. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, Death Wish. I love that movie. <laughs> it's, yeah, we know you do, Dad. They are total, <laughs> especially for that time period, 100% dad movies. Yeah. He's an old guy who is wonderful white family has been decimated by these terrible young punks. And I can't even just say black black punks or whatever because Jeff Goldblum's in the original gang. The second movie has um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. I cannot, I cannot picture so him in a menacing. gang. He's yeah. so menacing. He, uh-huh. He's a punk. He's one of the evil punks in the first one. The second one... He's got a purple pistol. One of the punks in the gang is uh, Lawrence Fishburne. And then the third I got one... purple pistol. Purple pistol. And the third one, purple lipstick. And then the third one... The uh, the one of the punks is Alex Winters, the guy who's um, Bill and Bill and Ted, the blonde guy, the, the nut Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they all all for anyway. Um, I watched the second and third one this week. Super violent, over the top. The third one is funny because he goes to visit an old friend, and that one is like senior citizens versus young punks. So it's a bunch of old people in uh, some part of New York that are being terrorized by the kids, and he shows up with a gun, and he's like, I'm going to show these kids what's up, and fucking arms the neighborhood and, and kills them all. It's awful. So they kill kids. Yeah. Well, they're punks. I mean. They're like robbing people, and, and there's a rape in there. Oh, a trigger he warning. Says there's a rape in there. <laughs> trigger warning for at least the first three. The first three all feature a rape. Okay. <laughs> There's a rape in the mix. And it sucks. And it, yeah. Keep, it, uh, keep that in mind. So, so that's always shitty. But otherwise, uh, yeah, you get to watch Paul Kersey go from liberal pancake pussy to uh, cold, hard American ready to fight for his rights. How, mu- how much is it in your face, though? Is it just like, you know, one of the characters is like, hey, somebody was raped? Or is it like irreversible rape? Uh, it's not irreversible. No, it's not a seven-minute one-take Monica I just realized if nobody Monica knows Bellucci. that there's a movie yeah. called Irreversible, Irreversible Rape sounds really weird. Irreversible but- Rape is a weird thing. <laughs> That is not the title of this episode. <laughs> I gotta say that is a terrible title. Very of the episode. terrible. Yeah. But have you seen Irreversible? There's, there's, there's it, isn't it's it a French film? Also, yeah, and it is. Casper no. Isn't it also a? Uh, doesn't it hold a record for like the longest rape scene? For, it like, may it's because like, it's a seven minute one take. Yeah. And it happens, and it's a far shot. Monica Bellucci. Mm-hmm. It sucks. It, it, that whole movie sucks. Fucking. Yeah. <laughs> just the fire extinguisher really is one of those things where like it should just be opening credits, fire extinguisher scene, and credits. 
fire extinguisher was fine. Um, <laughs> the a guy gets his head bashed in with a fire extinguisher, but, but then the camera like follows the fire extinguisher as it goes back and forth. Right. Original GoPros. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it was a GoPro. Like snap this thing on here. It was crazy. Two thousand seven. The um, no, it's like between those. It's between the, your two examples. Okay. It's still unnecessarily gross and it sucks. Yeah, it's still gratuitous, basically. It's just, it is gratuitous. A hundred percent gratuitous. Yeah. I hate that. Yeah, it sucks. Well, it, it's the but same. But then again, for both movies, it's like two minutes of each movie. But that's still, that's like, the word I was looking for actually earlier when I was talking about like the cursing because obviously I don't care about cursing. But when you overdo it, yeah, sure, it was gratuitous yeah, cursing. I, I that was the, no, I know, I but I mean, it was bothering me that I couldn't think of that word <laughs> <laughs> when it's on the tip of your brain. Like, yeah. Damn it. Which, by the way, going back really fast, I just thought this was interesting because mm-hmm. you mentioned it was like you know twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty amazing. Cause Considering like that shows you how fast technology has gotten cheaper because it's gotten so much better because yeah. like I mean it's not exactly on the level of Finding Nemo or something. Yeah, it's not a great but, looking movie, but it doesn't look cheap. But how much was Toy Story? Yeah, and I know there's a huge gap there yeah. years wise, but still considering how much Toy Story cost, and this one looked better than Toy Story. And yeah, for sure, hundred percent. For and, how much less? But like there, that's insane. But there's also a deal that is true. But there's also a deal. I will say this with um, animators and effects people being underpaid now. Yeah. And for this movie, with Sausage Party in particular, and I'm a fan of Rogan and Goldberg and these guys and their production team and all the stuff they do, but there are stories out there about how they underpaid already their animators. They hired them for a certain job, and they got them to do more than they were this paid for. This is a huge industry uh, issue with crunching, and yes. uh, it's going on with the uh, gaming community right now. Yes, 100%. And, because it's the same coding, yeah. that type of thing. Like, just make this happen. Well, it yeah. takes 12 people on, on 20 computers, you know, yeah. 40 hours to do this, and you want it done in, in less time. It's not possible. No. So well, there's it, some talk. That's how Sausage Party, it looks as good as it does for a $20 million movie because they kind of fucked them over. Yeah. Which, which actually brings me to yet another person. Uh, I say yet another person. I don't have that many people, but, um, uh, you know, like... We like when I was saying mm-hmm. like I don't watch uh, any Spike Lee movies. Right, we were talking about this. Uh, yeah. yeah, you hate Spike Lee. Yeah, um, he I hate some I, Yeah, I, I love joints. I love joints. I mean, Spike I, Lee joints I, and otherwise. I, yes, I, mean, <laughs> I like just joints. But um, <laughs> but but it's the same thing with uh, I won't watch any Ang Lee movies, and I did not realize it till just the Why, second they're, they're both Lees. No, no, no. <laughs> um, no, there was a huge backlash with editors when he came oh, out with, with um, uh, Life of Pi. Life of Pi. Yeah. Ever, do you remember everybody on Facebook that like worked in the industry or whatever yeah. um, was putting up? They were changing their um, their profile pics. To uh, just uh, chroma key green, and that was for uh, editors or VFX or both. What the the VFX company that won the Academy Award for Life of Pi went out of business very shortly thereafter. Yeah, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, uh, and Angley was like, that's I, underpaid. Yeah, yeah, and all he ever he didn't thank them in his speech. That's fine, like, dude. That's your entire fucking world. Yeah, that's fine because he yeah. just went to another starving, hungry company that needs to work for uh, the Gemini Man. So you're not going to go see Gemini Man. We got a uh, we got uh, Young Will Smith versus Old Will Smith. If I was, if I had a struggling, mind your com- If I had a struggling <laughs> company, you know, I think just to do something with my company because it might be about to go under or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I would take an to take uh, an Ang Lee production, yeah, and just fuck it in the ass, like literally say like, oh, we we'll get more, we got more, we will just a little bit more time. Then and do then a bad job. Give him shit that can't be used. Yeah. But then that does nothing for your company. So if it's already struggling and going to die, and the only people I can work so for is Angley to stay not, alive, instead of using this as an opportunity to do amazing work and get yourself more jobs, you would rather take his. But what happened to the last company? And, and then just put your wait, 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 yeah, sink what, the entire what, ship. What happened to the last company? The entire ship sank. 
Yeah. Well, so, well, so, so, so did it have to? Wouldn't though? you rather? I would rather um, take somebody with me than sink my company doing a, doing a wonderful job. I don't know. And then and then you go to the next company, and be like, hey, I need a job. Like, aren't you the guy that worked on that terrible Ang Lee movie? Yeah. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, you don't look like Ang Lee to me. And they'll be like, what does that mean? You're going to try to explain that away in a job interview? No, why am I trying to Are you a fake job interview? That's never going to happen. This guy's talking about things that don't exist. Um, so I would just love to destroy a movie. You should just watch Death Wish movies. Get, De- those are, just get all get that out of you. Just get it all out of you. Those, those movies, too, don't they? Like, aren't they? Even all the Because there's five of them. Like, yeah. They maintain goodness, right? Like, no, but they, they go over the top because since he gets older and older, they just go crazier and crazier. So in the first one, he's just going around with a gun shooting people. So it's like taking. By the last one. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was fucking thinking. If they keep doing taken movies, if they taking four and five, it would be so insane and, and ridiculous. Yes, it is 100%. Fucking 302-year-old Liam Neeson has uh, got his uh, walker out. He's 100%. trying to shoot yeah. people in the well, face. The like, first <laughs> Death Wish, he was already like 59 or something. By the time he did Jeez. Death Wish 5, he was in his 70s. Oh! He was an old man. I was going to say, when Taken 3 came out, I don't remember. I mean, it was just a random Twitter repost. I don't know who it was, you yeah. know? But, uh, but they were like, he keeps losing his kids. Somebody should take them. Mm. Like, like DCF should really look into this guy. It's like, you can't even keep your kids around. Uh, don't take them, DCF. You yeah. saw what happened to the other motherfuckers. You're, you're not uh, a very good parent. Uh, oh. <laughs> um, okay, give me one second here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't worry me. I'm just trying to host your show for you. It's no, I need, I need I need help sometimes. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Etchy, what you watching this week, buddy? Um, or reading, or listening to, or playing video games. I finally reading. got caught up on um, Orphan Black. Oh, okay. Uh, and when I say caught up, weren't like, you doing a rewatch of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say caught up, exactly uh, because my girlfriend hadn't seen yes. any of them. Uh, so we're now up to the point where we're watching episodes I haven't seen. Oh, okay. Cool. As of like yesterday, we got on season uh, five. Yeah. I thought it was only season six I had seen, but mm-hmm. it was five and six. So, so we got two to five. So yeah. you get two whole seasons ago. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. It was like that's... one o'clock in the morning, and we're watching, and all of a sudden, I'm like, <gasps> she's like, "What?" I'm like, "I haven't seen this one." Like, I was like so excited. It's a gift. It's it like when I finally got my Seinfeld DVD box set years ago, mm-hmm. and I started watching from the beginning. I was like, "I swear, I've seen every single episode." And then I watched from season one, episode one. It took me two months to go through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were. There was one episode I had not seen at all. And when I got to it, it was late in the Do seasons. you remember which one it was? Yes, it was the Merv Griffin set one. Okay, yeah. That's which is a great, great episode. It's a great fucking episode. So then, and that's the one I had never seen. So I'm watching this for the first time when I'm like 25. I'm like, how have I not seen this? And then when I bring it up to other people, they're like, have you not seen the Merv Griffin set? I'm like, I don't know. I just never caught the rerun of it, you know? Uh, and I was oh God. Christmas. It was Christmas in whatever fucking month it was. Mm. It was probably December. Uh, all right, see what I was watching. Um... I, that's about it. But okay. I did. I did want to add okay. this though that um, there was something else that kind of pissed me off about Netflix. Is um, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, it wasn't Netflix. It was it was Amazon. I'm pretty sure they all uh, work the exact same way though. But um, I was. It's on Amazon that uh, Orphan Black is on. But um, because it's a BBC show, right? Yeah. No, yeah. maybe was it who? It is. Oh, a, it's no, Amazon. it's a BBC. So it's on the BBC stuff's on Amazon. Is it? I don't know. I, don't, usually, I just thought it was. Usually they have they licensing deals where like everything is. Yeah, that's service. true. Anyway, okay, you're saying. Uh, oh, yeah, there is a lot. So, yes, yes. So, um, all right, so what's like, what's a complaint? Um, the complaint being that this is the same that I watched it, like, a couple, like, I don't know, four years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, when I watched it with my parents, I'm like, you guys got to see this. This is my, like, third time <laughs> watching through it. Um, 
And uh, so, you know how, like, it's hard to find where your spot is if you lose it because you can see all the, the, the loading, or not loading, but the bars that show you how much of the episode you've watched. Right. Yeah. And they're all full because you've finished those. Oh, mm. each previous episode. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what was happening was, I mean, there was a scene I was waiting for, for, like, since we started watching the entire show. I'm like, I can't wait for this, can't wait for this. It never happened. I'm like, what happened? And, like, there'd be things in the show where you'd be, she'd be like, well, what happened to that person? I'm like, I don't. I mean, I know what happens to that person, but I didn't see that part. Did I fall asleep? What happened? Because uh, well, are you watching like in a bingey format, two, yeah. three, four episodes at a time? Right. Yeah. But but see, what's happening is it's ending the episode, mm-hmm. and I was going to the next episode, yes. which I watched previously. Previously on. And so, like, there's for the episodes that I'm watching, there's like a, a few seconds of like uh, uh you know credits. credits. Yeah. Yeah. And then it switches to the next episode where there's credits yeah. because that's the end of what I was watching, and then it goes to another episode. So it's skipping episodes. It's skipping an episode? Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? Like, because the next episode is mostly watched. Yeah. And it's, it's going straight the, into the credits. So it's going to the next... I see. So just picking up where the last one left off instead of... Res- Sounds like an algorithm issue. Uh, yeah. It just, or maybe a setting thing? Can I, you I, it's not... It's always picking up immediately instead of... I don't, weird. I don't. I don't think you can change problems. that in setting. Yeah, I don't. I don't either, it's yeah. not a setting you can change, but but yeah, that's exactly what it is. It just goes into the episode, the next episode, which is just credits, oh. which then immediately goes to the next episode. And it's weird. easy to skip that. So then when you're like, oh, this is the next episode, and they're like, last time. on, you know, And, and, and the, you're like, that didn't happen. Interesting. It's, it's, well, Trey Steve also has a lot of problems other people don't have to. So. That's fine. Um, all right. All right. Cool. Orphan Black and uh, Amazon Complaint. I like it. And Netflix and Hulu. They all work the same way. They all do work they the do. same way. <clears throat> uh, what you watching, Trey? Okay. I am finally caught up on Legion. Yes. I'm ready for the four on, uh, two-on-two battle in the Astro plane. Jesus. Is a uh, sorry, spoilers if anybody doesn't uh, hasn't caught up on it. But we, I don't give a fuck. We've been rambling about this oh. show for weeks now, and it's oh. so good. It's got rap battles this season, and people living entire second lives, and all this shit. It is wild. How about that scene where he's following her by every step behind the in the room, and you hear like the bell is dinging, and like you know, the sound design, and oh my god, the it's way, fucking amazing. They do an amazing thing of building tension there with having characters in the same rooms, mm-hmm. and like the way the time demons pop up and it's such a goofy looking design that is at the same time horrifying and mm-hmm. uh, anybody know what's going on nobody knows what's going on right uh, well Drew does Drew's been watching so it's, I mean, you, it's you me Drew Casting. yeah we know what's going on yeah. oh you mean on the no, show on the show in oh, general yeah well as a viewer as a viewer I because I because I know Drew and Drew yeah. knows what Legion is and the concept yeah. of Legion the character and they've been Dropping hints when he's like when he, the first time he confronts the time demons and he's like I am God this is my world I have mm-hmm. control of it it's like oh, okay you know I see what's going on here I, I think the big reveal coming up this week is it's really going to be like a, a rug pulled out from under viewers and uh, if they do it well it could be amazing mm-hmm. or, or, they've been it's an amazing season can they fuck it up in the last episode mm-hmm. it's been an amazing last season also uh, final space. Final Space. Final Space uh, started on TBS. I don't notice. It is a Team Coco uh, production. Okay. And um, uh, this next season that they got uh, has got Ron Funches in it. Um, it's uh, fantastic writing. It's got Jane Lynch in it. What is it? Uh, it's an animated comedy called oh, okay. Final Space. Okay, animated. Yeah. Does it, uh, it take place in space? It does. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, how how long has it been out now? I haven't even heard. Uh, of it. It's in its second season. I haven't even heard of this show. Yeah. How'd it, you hear of it? Um, I 
found out about it when I went to California a couple years ago, uh-huh. and this little green alien was on every single fucking billboard. Oh, they were Martin. Uh-huh. They really were pushing it. That and Jessica Jones, but we all saw how that turned out. Uh, but <laughs> hey, they got three seasons out of that one, actually, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Surprised, yeah. I'm surprised mm-hmm. about that. Um, funny how in L.A. the uh, the entertainment marketing is so wild. Everywhere you go, it's like when I see it here, when I see a billboard for a movie or something, mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm like, whoa, that's weird. We, yeah. Usually you hear it's uh, lawyers and uh, Dan Newland with the big old check and, mm-hmm. you know, free Pitbull concert. Dan Newland, give me $50,000. Thank you, Dan. Dan, Dan, all I do is get, <laughs> just how I get hit by a bike. That's all. Thank you, Dan. Uh, I really have to start watching Legion. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Watch it for the binge it. Yeah. Binge it hard. Ugh. Oh, it binging is, is like it is wild, the way wild. I go. It's such a good show. Mm-hmm. Um, Legion, Final Space. Okay, anything else? What we got? What we got? Um, Give me some more. Give me some more. I'm, I'm consuming. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. vicarious here. Vivacious. Um, I don't think either of those words. Been are watching apropos. Action Bronson watches Ancient Aliens. I've seen that. Uh, that's a little ridiculous. Is it still? Is Vicen not still a channel anymore? Is it? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, okay. I thought they were going under. I, just, I don't know. I'm watching the hell out of okay. it. So, uh, Watch those ancient aliens. Right? Yeah, I've seen that. Mm-hmm. That's a weird, uh, fun concept. Mm-hmm. It's for sure like, uh, oh, this worked on YouTube or something. Or this was this is a good Snapchat idea, and then they turned it into an actual show. Mm-hmm. That's like, uh, remember Epic Mealtime? Yes. That got, they, oh, yeah, I yeah, forgot about that. They got a pilot order on the now defunct G4 network. Okay. And they like rented a mansion, and they filmed a bunch of shit, and I have no idea what happened to any that of That was defunct footage. a long time ago, right? The G4? It's been uh, almost 10 years now. Okay. 2010, so I thought. something like that. Um, okay. Watch those ancient aliens. Anything else? Anything else? Come on, I'm giving you a shot. This is I haven't seen that forever, but I love <sighs> ancient aliens. I watch a ton of Dude, they nonsense. They still do That's no good, aliens. so... Fair, that's fair. You guys hear that new Tool single, Tool fans? Oh, it's a 10-minute single uh, they put out what there. What the fuck are you doing, Tool? Tool I, I do love long songs. And it's a long one. That's why I like the Mars Volta. It's plus, all, yeah. It's, well, it's not the only reason, but... 10 minutes is a single for me. Their longest... Have you ever noticed, though, that, like... One of my favorite songs that Like, the longer a Mars Volta song is... The better it is. Like, their greatest songs, I think, are, are the longer ones. My favorite one off the last of the Comatorium is like seven and a half minutes long. It's, uh, it's a wild story. This is a true ZSP. Uh, oh, no, that was 11 minutes. That's my favorite. Oh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong in the timing then. The, um, <laughs> this album's coming out at the end of August, so they put a single, and it just sounds like the last two, Lateralis and 10,000 Days. The first four albums sound different, and then the last two sound the same. It's, uh, As each other, or like the beginning? As each other. Like, Opiate... Undertow, Anima, Lateralis all sound different. Like they all well, sound like Tool, but they all yeah. sound like they're changing. Which sounds most like what people think of as Tool, which is probably their original album. Probably Anima. Like probably, they, probably, people probably think Anima more. But okay. now Lateralis, Ten Thousand Days, and now this new single, it all sounds the same. Okay, it all sounds the same. I just hate when bands get stagnant. Um. Anyway, I will listen to the fuck happen when it comes out. What do we got? We got anything else here? Uh, no, we don't. We got some emails to read. So, Steve, I'm gonna send you some emails. Okay. We're gonna take a break. Okay. All right. Uh, you, you got you, you finish your drink. I'm gonna yes. finish mine. We're gonna yes. refill, and then we're gonna come back with the second half of the show. Sweet. I got emails. I got foodstuffs. Mm-hmm. A couple of uh, movie news stories if we need them. In case we don't. All right. See how it goes. All right. So let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
back with episode 344 of Sin and Minecraft by So We have fresh drinks, blackberry sage, lemonade, vodka, summer spritzers, a la tray. Lemonade. So good. So good. And for the second half, I broke out a, a, a charcuterie board of sorts. It's, it's actually a plate, not a board. <laughs> Uh, but it's a it's a comedy charcuterie board. It's a Crespedizo charcuterie board. Ladies and gentlemen, we have here snacks. This is a s- snack plate for the homies. It's a snack plate for the homies. I want you guys to try the snacks. First off, just try to identify the flavors. And then see if you even like them. Steve, go ahead and try some stuff. What is that in the middle? Ahaha. That is a beef jerky. You don't want me on this um, flavor journey with you because I'll get everyone right every time. Yeah, I do. No, I want I want the journey. Go ahead. What okay. is that? That's a jalapeno uh, cheddar. Uh, Cheetos, Cheeto. correct. Yes. Hey. In that middle. I'll go ahead and tell you what the middle is there because Steve got scared. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it looked like... Um, it looks like beets. I, I was actually thinking like it looks like one of those um, fruit... Uh, or like a fig type leather? thing, like like one of those like fruit, fruit yeah, fruit by the foot type thing, like or? organic. You know that you go to like you know dried mango Chamberlain's type? or something that yeah, are, yeah, like yeah. it's 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 like a fruit bar. It's quite thick, but it's kind of like a fruit roll up that's good. This is <laughs> this is not fruit. Well, this is the fruit of the animal kingdom. This is yes. beef. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Korean barbecue beef jerky. What is no. the difference when people talk about Korean barbecue? Is the difference in the sauces, the seasonings, okay, and the style of cooking? Oh, right. What you got to do, you got to do the pro move, which is the jerky off into Mm. the side of the cheek. Because I was trying to talk while I was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you give it a a couple of chews and you leave it over there like a fine chewing tobacco. Like you're (laughs) stuck in the desert and Mm -hmm. you're trying to suck the salt out of it for life. Uh, Try a Pringle, Steve. Okay. See if you can tell me what flavor Pringle that is. You looked like a a villain when you said that. Try a Pringle. As you can see, there's also fortune cookies. You can leave those for the end. I need to have Etchy over uh, to the oh. Cooking Up Comedy Studios, have him try something weird. Yes. For oh, real God. comedy. Really mm-hmm. good comedy there. What do you got there? What do you got? What do you say, son? Um, I don't know. I was just eating it and enjoying it. I forgot I was supposed That's to say something. That's such a fucking Etchy answer. I <laughs> love it. It's so great. I don't know. It's just enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know. It just tastes like a potato chip, it was baby. barbecue. It goes barbecue. Okay. Trey. Give it a shot of the Pringles. See what you think it is. Are they all the same? Or they different? are all the same. Okay. They are all the same. Right. I just tried. That would be dastardly. I tried the fancy of the plate just oh. a little bit. I gotta sip some of that blackberry sage. And it cleansed the palate yeah, exactly. from the jerky. Some pretty good jerky. I like that jerky. Oh, and we're trying. We're munching. I got a lemon seed in my mouth. Oh, that's from the uh, the drink. <laughs> Is that like a cheddar, like bacon sort of deal? You go cheddar bacon sort of deal. You went barbecue. The correct answer is pizza. Okay, pizza. They did not do a good job. But no. now, now when I say pizza, now try it and think. Oh, pizza. that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. I won't because uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to get the exact same taste, and it's going to make me mad. You're no pizza combo. Okay, pizza combos take like, taste like fucking pizza. I was looking for combos. Those are good. So I couldn't find them. Oh, the target I went to couldn't find no combos. You blew it. <laughs> and it still don't taste like pizza. <laughs> and it still don't taste like pizza, man. Mm-mm. Those Mm-mm. Pringles really blew it. Yeah, I say. But Steve still likes them. Yeah, they're good. They just don't. They just taste salty. Yeah. All right, here we go. We got some sort of uh, corn nuts. It's, it's pretty corn, hard to screw up. A we got Pringle. corn nuts. Every corn nuts, Steve. Yeah. All right. Kind of what kind of corn nuts do you think these are? Crunchy. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I was having a problem there. Yeah. yeah, you know what? I don't like that. Okay, fair enough. Trey's going back for more for flavor. Yeah, and once the once you chew into the corn nut, it's mistake unmistakably corn nut. Yeah. So I can't taste anything else. Yeah, so it's whatever the coating is on the outside. Mm. It actually makes me think of um, like if a rice cake was really, really, really hard. <laughs> like that's kind of what I get out of it. It's pub flavored. Ooh, pub flavored, like pub floor. Yeah, like the no the the bar mat. <laughs> Yeah, the bar yeah, mat. The no. bar mat, yeah. It's a chili picante. I'm not getting I'm not getting that. none of them. These, they, a lot of these are failing. That's why uh, Cheetos is the best. That, right. The flavor is immediately identifiable. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Anyway, so now we have these snacks that we can munch on throughout the episode. Nice. Um, let's get some plugs out of the way. First, see, where can people find you online? Uh, if you just Google Steve Etchy, everything comes up except my personal uh, email. Which is what? Steve.Etchy at gmail.com. Has anyone emailed you yet? Nope. Come on, guys. Yeah. Somebody email me. He's lonely. I'm lonely. He, he needs email friends. He, I'll do it. Yeah. Oh, yes. What a nice guy. What a sweetheart. This Signed is. Trevor from the Swarvy Jones show. <laughs> I mean, you know what? <laughs> Our like, best friend Trevor. I'd say about three months ago, Yeah, Ron did send me an email, but... Oh, did he? I, I totally forgot about it. No, I think I told you that. But again, it was a while back, and mm. I don't even remember if we said it on air. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Ron's the best. Ron is the best. We love Ron. He is awesome. Yeah. He is indeed the best. When I when I met him, I remember him saying, you're not going to drive, are you? And I said, no, I can't find my car. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, people can email the show, Cinema Crespediso. Hello, <laughs> Ron. Cinema Crespediso at gmail.com. You can email the show. Uh, Steve, I'm forwarding you a number of emails now at steve.etchy at gmail.com. Yeah. So uh, you can read them for us in a minute. Trey, where can people find you online, buddy? Um, Trey SJS. You search it just about anywhere. Trey uh, SJS. Swear but if you show. want to get at me on gaming or Snapchat, mm-hmm. it's the T Swiss. D T H E E? No, no. Uh, yeah, T H E T S W I Z Z. The T Swiss. For for gaming purposes. Yeah. Okay. And music. And what about uh, mm-hmm. Cooking Up Comedy? Let's talk about that for a second. Um, Cooking Up Comedy is uh, my once a month uh, podcast that we do. It's uh, all about food. Uh, sometimes we throw some video content to our Jones fam members nice. for Swerve Jones show. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you can get some of those if you head on over to Swerve Jones and sign up to be a member. Mm-hmm. Um, the videos, the podcast, anyone can listen to. Yeah. No. Uh, you can support Just Cooking Up Comedy if you go to the Patreon. Okay. Um, go to patreon.com slash cooking up comedy. No G on, on it. So. That's the way, that's the way, where's the comedy if you got a G in the mm-hmm. cooking? And uh, what's available on that Patreon over there? Um. A lot of the stuff that we give to the members. So if you don't want to... If you want to say, fuck Swervy Jones, I only care about cooking up comedy, yeah. cut Swervy Jones out of the mm-hmm. deal. Smart guy over here. This guy's a genius. Yeah, take that, that Swervy. It's, it's cutthroat. I like it. Cutthroat. It all, it all goes, goes to the pot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all one big pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three funnels, one pot. I know how that one goes. One big, almost empty pot. What? <laughs> so what, uh, like what you talk about in the last episode, did you, uh, did you feature something specific to even remember? Um, I made some fabulous cookies, Ooh. Uh, which were white chocolate cranberry oatmeal cookies. It sounds very Christmassy. Um, a little bit. Yeah. It can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought... Just had some spare cranberries and oats laying around? No, I just had a craving. 
Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's a specific craving. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a little bummed out because I forgot them in the freezer. But uh, last night for semantics, I made uh, peanut butter, um, like nutter butter style oh, nice. infused THC infused cookies. What? Yeah, that were half dipped in chocolate, so it had like a Reese's vibe to it too. Wow, that's yeah. awesome! I love yeah. me some peanut butter chocolate uh, shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Even with the other one left in the freezer, I know that's nah, fine. Um. Uh, so what's so funny about comedy? I mean, not comedy. What's so funny about cooking? What's so funny about comedy? What's so funny everything. about comedy? No. Ain't nothing funny about comedy. What's so funny about cooking? Not always everything. <laughs> what got? Uh, um, you got a, you got a whole. You've grown up with, like working. Your, your, your dad had a restaurant, right? Yeah. So my, you've grown up in the industry, essentially. Um, in the kitchen. He kind of got out of that once before I got into my teens. So it wasn't okay. like I what like I spent a whole lot of time in that environment. Okay. But but I was a, a nine year old buffet clown at one point in my <laughs> what life. Does that mean? Um, yeah, uh, my dad owned a chain of buffets mm-hmm. uh, called Heartland Country Buffet up in the up in Louisville. Awesome. And. Um, yeah, I on Tuesdays it was kids eat free, and he uh, had me either me or my brother dress up in full clown gear and go pass out balloons filled with helium <laughs> to the kids who were getting a free meal. So not only you get a free meal, free balloon, guaranteed. Get a little clown yeah. kid, you can make fun mm-hmm. at the same time. Man, man, buffets were awesome. king in fucking the nineties though. Oh, Love a good buffet. It was so good. Uh, what's a uh, golden corral? Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's just not the same. Salty, like, oh, like it used to be. Yeah, so salty. Except for when he needed like the beans, like the beans need the salt. Come on, where where yeah. else? Because he dumped all the salt in his. I had a piece of fried chicken that was like this big. Was, mm-hmm. like, I want cafeterias back. I want a Piccadilly. Piccadilly. I, I've never had a Piccadilly. Okay. You know what? Piccadilly's like, a good time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that, like like a hospital cafeteria style. Like, you yeah, walk down the line. You pick like, the yeah, food. yeah. It's mm-hmm. like Morrison's, but better. Interesting. I don't think I've ever done that type of uh, dining outside of a theme park. Okay, that's 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 why I like fried okra. Okay, this from Piccadilly. I love fried okra. Okay. Fried okra is good, and people find that weird. You know who's got good fried, fried slime? Okra. Good fried uh, slime. Steve over at Porky's Barbecue. Ah, Porky's mm. Barbecue is delicious. Go get yourself some smoky deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Say hi to Steve. Tell him Trey sent you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he won't know who I am. Um, <laughs> sorry, dude. Who? Chris? Who? Uh, let's read some emails, Steve. Let's send you some emails. CinemaCrestMedia.gmail.com. Also, people go to the Global Peace Film Festival website to check out their schedule. I keep forgetting to mention that. I'm a brand ambassador for the Global Peace Film Festival. We have an email from Drew. What? Yeah. Let's hear it. What's up, Drew? All right. It says, uh, what's up, guys? Drew Cogburn here. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm obviously on vacation, as Steve Etchie or perhaps Chris is reading right now. <laughs> uh, I'm in NYC chilling with the infamous Billy D. Nice. Hey, Billy! What's up, Bill? Uh, unfortunately for me, I'm a little more likely going to pass a kidney stone here in the next five days. Oh, oh my God. Man. So I'm laid up in my hotel room on a Saturday night writing you guys an email I'll never listen to you read. <laughs> Before this happened, I did an awesome four and a half days of great fr- great food, better friends, and odd cinema TV, as is the norm when I come up here. Here nice. are some quick reviews of the things I've seen. Nice. The Biggest Little Farm. Mm. Uh, he got this nine-minute doc on the plane ride up. It's the story of a couple who bought a farm and their 10-year struggle to make it work. Mm-hmm. Letter Kenny. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Which popular. I always thought was just like an online thing. Um, it's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can catch it on Hulu. Dry Canadian and Hillbilly Comedy. Uh, Wayne is the man, One Punch Man, available on Netflix. Right. Super fun action anime that totally riffs on the genre mixed with the everyday comedic banality of Seinfeld. Oh, you finally watched One Punch Man. Yeah. I, I 
I can't believe I slept on this for so long. One Cut of the Dead, Asian horror comedy. I don't want to say anything else about it, but it's the best to know as little as possible going in. Fucking bonkers and super smart. Watch it if, when you can find it. Bill talked up One Cut of the Dead a lot when uh, that came out uh, recently. So, yeah, people look out for that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the title, too. Um, I also went to an interactive d- digital dreamland called Super Real NYC. Check out my Instagram, Antihero at 419, or our buddy Billy D at Billy D Snaps to see a small fraction of that crazy 45-minute psychedelic journey. Cogburn out. Nice, Cogburn. Thank you so much for checking in with us, our correspondents from our New York City. Drew, uh, I know you're in a lot of pain, bro, but you left me here with these animals. <laughs> 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 Drew, you just kidding, you. buddy. Right, and he'll never even hear that. Yeah, <laughs> he'll listen, I'll cut it out and send it to him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do. Now I'm eating a jal- uh, jalapeno cheddar Cheeto. All right, next email. We have one from Allison. Allison was our guest last week, the yes. co-host of Offcuts. I love Allison. Oh, what's up, Allison? Okay, she says hi, everyone. Here's my food movie question: Choose which movie scene in which you'd like to, in which you would like to dine. Okay, you can choose your own too. But here are some that came to mind: okay. Pulp Fiction, The Five Dollar Shake, mm-hmm. uh, When Harry Met Sally. Uh, you know the yeah. deli. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Animal House, the food fight. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, the monkey brains. Oh no, no, no. Uh, Hook, uh, Lost Boys, imagining Lost a food Boys. fest. Mm-hmm. Not if I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, Blues Brothers, uh, four fried chickens and a coke. Yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller, fancy restaurant. Abe Froman. Uh, Star Wars, the Cantina. Ah. Uh, I think I would kill somebody in that cantina just from being in it for more than ten minutes. Uh. For me, I'd like to be in Lou's... Oh, yeah, by the way, she didn't say that I did. Yeah, that was, uh, that was your add-on. Yeah. For me, I'd like to be in Lou's Cafe and Back to the Future with Mr. Sandman playing while George McFly asks Lorraine Banks the Enchantment Under the Sea oh, dance. Oh, yeah. It just looks so picturesque and reminds me of a simpler time, not one I actually lived through. He's like, Lou, milk, yeah. malted. <laughs> and shit, slides and he catches it. And the Pepsi Free. Take his big sweet Pepsi Free. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We talked yeah. about last week. We got Pepsi, but it's not free. Not free. Not free. Uh... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it just looks so picturesque. Reminds me of a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only problem is having to avoid Biff Tannen. Not only that, but and she doesn't say this, but Mid-fly! that one <laughs> butthead. But that one dude that like in his entourage that is always wearing 3D glasses. Yeah, 3D. What the fuck is your problem? His name is 3D. That guy's gonna screw up his vision so, to the point where in the future he's still wearing. Yeah, he's uh, like, oh my glasses. god! Yeah, he's all, always, like, all I can see is blue and red. <laughs> That guy's fantastic. That's a great actor. That's um, the reason I would never get pink, like rose-colored glasses. Like I always, yeah, mess your eyes. They look really cool, but it mess you up. Yeah, blood. Uh, your rods and cones would get all out of whack. Yeah. Mind. What if you like witness a crime and they're like, "What was he wearing?" And you're like, "It was a green. J- it was a. It was a green man was with a, yellow hair." I don't know what it was. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just Porky Pig did. I don't know. I want to eat some of the pizza from the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie because those guys ate pizza that had the stringy cheese. So strange. Yeah, the giant slices of string. Oh, you, yes. you only see that kind of cheese in movies. Am I the only person that watches Spaceballs and wants to eat Pizza, pizza the, the Hut? Hut? When the guy later, he like he, he, he like kisses his face and eats him. The, yes. the robot. Uh, yeah, he picks a pepperoni guy. off. Yeah, that's halfway around. Don't you want to eat that? Yeah, I want to eat that. I want to eat that. <laughs> I want to eat that pizza, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to eat that pizza. <laughs> I want to eat that obese pizza, man. <laughs> Uh, Trey, can you think of any places, movies, TV shows you want to eat? Coffee at Central Perk, maybe? Ooh, I uh, know. I'd get a, I'd get a BLT at uh, Monks in um, in Seinfeld. I do want a big salad. A big salad, yeah. I, I a want salad. a big salad. Like I can get you two small salads and put them in one bowl. Nah. Can you put them in the bowl? <laughs> 
Uh, Steve, can you think of any places? Uh, Would you even bother? The movie Mandy in the Cage movie. I want to try some uh, cheddar goblin mac and cheese. I don't know, but like uh, mm. I don't have enough time to really think about this. Mm. Have you ever noticed that? Like, just, it on I, I can't think of like a like a like a like a scene or anything necessarily right now. But mm-hmm. doesn't <clears throat> doesn't Brad Pitt make everything look delicious when he eats something in Fight Club? We were, I posted about this in the Cook hey, Comedy Group. Someone wrote this whole article about him. His character cooks mac and cheese mm-hmm. in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and sits down and eats it. And the way she wrote the article is very funny. And I was mad, mad about it. I was, it uh, is the most basic ass mac and cheese ever. I but, read it and I was stoned and I was like, "How dare you not put butter and milk in that shit?" This, this character does not own butter and milk. Let him think about it. So he put out a cigarette in the old chili. It was hysterical. You, when you see his trailer, you realize he does not own butter. Nah. People, people who live like that don't bother. You gotta get your fucking food. spice rack right. You gotta do it. He's gotta get a maid in there. Is what he needs, man. That place is disgusting. <laughs> Um, Allison's awesome. We really appreciate her. Mm-hmm. People should check out. She's Off the Cuts. best. Yeah, she's fantastic. Thanks for the email. Oh, uh, I want to. I want to get a five dollars shake in Pulp Fiction. Either that. Um, that old fifties Jack, Jack like, Rabbit Slim. Yeah, because it reminded me of. Um, uh, you can get a steak here, Daddy. I wouldn't mind having a Royale with cheese. I know. Yeah. I know they just talked about it, but I mean, well, well you just go to uh, yeah. go to France. But go to Europe. Go to the Netherlands. I want a nineties Royale with cheese. You want a. Uh, big Kahuna burger. Like I would like McDonald's was different back in the day. Like the, well, the back when they made the fries yeah, and the beef tallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, you know, I thought the Big Kahuna burger sounded like kind of good, but then like the guy ordered a Sprite. If you order Sprite when there's Coke available, you don't have taste buds. Uh, I, I don't. I don't trust anybody that does that. Steve coming down hard against the Sprite. <laughs> Man, a hard stance on Sprite. <laughs> on Sprite. On many many things. Sprite. Sprite is Spike good. Lee, Ang Lee, sausage party. Sprite. All on Steve's shit list. But here's the deal. I don't have to agree with them. The bubbles are too big. It becomes uncarbonated too fast. Oh, but what about... That's why you have to have that patented bubble recipe like Polar mm-hmm. Seltzer Water. They got the big bubbles, but they're, they maintain they're the also they're, they're also... But here's the thing, though, with with, uh, with Sprite, though, is that like, it's either there's too much, lots of carbonation, lots of bubbles... Mm-hmm. And then it's flat. Like there's no like. Oh my god, this is the perfect sprite. It's a hard. That's bubble what he's saying. That's what he's saying. Hard flat. Yeah. It's the hard escaping bubble. Yeah. But I mean, at no point do you hit a sweet spot. You just go from like not good to another not good. <laughs> you just don't think it's good to begin with. No. Okay, there you go. Are you a Seven Up fan? No, I actually think Sprite's better. <laughs> Trey, you want to weigh in on this one? <laughs> <laughs> No, but I do. No, have I don't. I'm, I'm not. I can, but no, I'm not going. I'm not to. taking the bait on that one, Steve. Sorry, buddy. I'm going to. Uh, damn it. Next um, email. We have another email from Gabriel. What's up, Gabe? Yes, he says, "What's up, show? Here's our recipe. I'm proud to make. Ooh. Chop a small onion, basil, cilantro. Tried that the other day. It's pretty good. Cilantro. Uh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. A healthy amount of <laughs> surprising though. Some people think it tastes like soap. And Garlic cloves. That's, yeah, that's a genetic. Thing. I was going to say it's a genetic thing though, right? It's a genetic yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought it just tasted like a plant. Um, (laughs) Chop up a small onion, basil, basil. cilantro, Cilantro. a healthy amount of garlic grows, salt and pepper. Uh, Actually, he said salt and pepper. Uh, Pepper flakes. What a man. Uh, Put that in an electric chopper with olive oil and commence the jiggling. (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know what? That's the name of my biography. Commence the jiggling yeah. by Trey Sywick. <laughs> yeah. Then cube up either fresh, soft mozzarella or a square of pepper jack cheese. 
Okay. Then you get one pound of lean beef in a mixing bowl. Okay. You dump in your freshly chopped slurry of goodness and add Parmesan dust, a squirt of ketchup, a squirt of mustard, and one whole egg. Yeah. I recommend a glove or thorough cleaning of hands because you're about to hand mix this shit. <laughs> mix the egg, ketchup, slurry completely because you're going to make temporary two-inch hamburgers. Place a cube of cheese in the middle and ball that bitch up. Place on the pan and bake for 20 minutes on 375 or until you notice brownness and cheese oozing out. I've never been so horny. <laughs> <laughs> bonus points if you want to use mini Hawaiian rolls for sliders. That's a big bonus point. Yeah. Uh, I never add marinara sauce, but you could throw it in a spaghetti if you want. Just started season two of Stranger's Things. That's how behind I am on shit. Might go to the movies this weekend. Fingers crossed. I really thought he was going to make like more ingredients out of this next conversation, but that was it. That was it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When he's like, just sort of watch season two of Stranger Things, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see how he mixes this up. Oh, he doesn't. This isn't sexy at all. <laughs> what, happened to, what happened to the sexy food talk? Fell off hard. <laughs> Man, somebody got us a recipe for some uh, cheesy burgers there. Or something. Yeah. yeah. Although I'm a little, uh, he said you could put it in a meatball, like a marinara sauce, uh-huh. if you'd like. I don't know how I feel about uh, cilantro and marinara sauce. Oh, interesting. Hmm, 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 I don't remember what it tastes like, so I can't really help you. Marinara or cilantro? <laughs> Either. Cilantro. I love marinara. This guy over I here. I it all the time. Uh, so we watched Stranger Things, and he thought it was okay? Yeah. Um, yep. That what said? Yeah. Like, Better he... than season two, I thought. I haven't even, I even seen season three. I didn't like season two. I, I never even saw season three. You uh, like it better? I yeah, better to... than season two. But should I see it? I think so. Yeah, I need okay. to see it. I just haven't had okay. a chance to. It's a good dichotomy. Uh, what's that guy, the bearded guy who's like a conspiracy theory crazy? What's his name? I don't know his name, but I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's more prevalent in this one. Okay. And uh, he, he, I just love him. I, 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 like, he yeah, I like him in general. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's really good when he's great a character guy. Act, too. Character actor. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, we have one more. That was it for Gabe's email. Thanks, Gabe. We appreciate it, buddy. Yep. That was awesome. Great recipe. Uh, one more email. Here we go. Christine. Hey, from I guess from a couple weeks ago. Feed me Orlando on Instagram. All right, what's up? Yeah, she says, hey, Crespidisoians. That's uh, us. Yeah. That, we, got to be something. Crespidites? That's much better. Here we go. We're Crespidites. And she, by the way, she said Crespidites question mark. Oh, that's right. her. Yeah, that okay. wasn't my suggestion. That was, yeah. that was her. Yeah, that was good. I got you. Okay. Uh, since I slacked off on Offcuts Allison's episodes and failed to send a note to say hi, I'll make up for, by, I'll make up for it by participating now. Okay. Best food from a movie? How about Dream Multicourse Meal? An amalgamation of my favorite items. Mm. I love that word, by the way. Amalgamation? Yeah. Appetizers. Uh, high Dad Soup from a Goofy movie. Okay. I don't remember. I, I, it's been so long since I've seen the movie, Hot I don't. Hot Dad Soup. Trey <laughs> 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 remembers. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Tooth right in the top of the can, you know. <laughs> that way that. it glugs out. It's been way too long. Lighter that. with the... Uh, Goofy movie is yeah. um, classic for people of a certain age, for sure. Oh, absolutely. But I just figured at, like halfway through what you were saying, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Disco dancing. But Sasquatch. It's great. Not, <laughs> nothing ever lived. Uh, time up. Main course. Carved roast beast from uh, How the Grand Stole Christmas. Served okay. with a few good wow. taters, a la Lord of the Rings. Ooh, I want... Ooh, he hates Lord of the Rings food. I want that goose from... Wait, uh, Lord of the Rings colon TTT? That's when uh, two towers. Oh, the two the two towers. Okay, T-T-T if it was just TT, towers. I would have gotten that. But I mean, it's the, it's the two towers. It's the word the. Come on, yeah. But I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, served with a few good taters. Taters. Uh, 
D- dessert, naturally, a butterbeer from Harry Potter. Okay. Which, you know, they made a vape uh, for it, too. It's pretty yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Is it just like butterscotch caramel? Uh, yeah. Can't, pretty much, yeah. yeah. But they got the ratios right. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. Uh, basically, from what I've heard, a lot of people say, like, they're like, it's really sweet, but... For some reason, like it should be too sweet, mm-hmm. but, they, but it but it's not. But they put like a top foam on it that's salty, so you have that uh, combination oh, okay. uh, between. Gotcha. Yeah. Foamy. Yes, and drinks a martini, chicken, chicken? not stir. Not stir. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, uh, I think about oh. food and film too much for a normal person, but just but just enough for this Beaumont course meal consists of. All right, guys, let's put it together. Oh, love you more than Bruce Bogtrotter loves cake. Christine. Oh, she's awesome. Thanks, Christine. You're yeah, great. Christine's great. Feed me Orlando on Instagram. Look at her cool food pictures. Uh, all right, appetizers. What's our food appetizer going to be? Appetizer? Yeah, some 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 we can snack on. Mozzarella sticks. From what movie? Oh, I don't know. I just want mozzarella sticks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch over here. Where's the bump, 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 bump? Would you need it? <laughs> I got that. Yeah, do it. Do it. <laughs> That's just my natural reaction when somebody is, you want an appetizer? And I'm like holding my menu and, and I'm not on appetizer page. Yeah. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, let's get some mozzarella sticks. Can, when do they not have those? Any fried cheese stuff. Um, I'd like some steamed hams for my appetizer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get some nice, delicious steamed hams for our appetizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mini ones. Mini steamed know. ham sliders. Yeah. Steamed ham sliders. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll throw away the crusty burger mm-hmm. bags in the in the trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I want for for the meal, for the dinner? Okay. Gangs of New York. Okay. There's a scene where Bill the Butcher, he throws a steak on a flat top for about three seconds. Mm-hmm. Then he flips it for another three. Then he throws it down and he just starts eating it. Oh, it's a Pittsburgh. Cra- it's a crazy, Yes. Yeah, Pittsburgh style. It, it's almost Pittsburgh. It's like, uh, it's like Scranton because they, they ran out of gas on the way to Pittsburgh. Oh man, I'm not uh, I'm not following you on that one. I'm thinking <laughs> the goose from uh, Muppet Christmas Carol oh, that was roasting. Yeah. I don't care if it's got right hair on it from Rizzo. <laughs> that shit looked fucking delicious. They, they do have a great spread in the in the Muppets there. Mm-hmm. Oh man, was that a puppet piece of food? It was probably felt a felt turkey. No, nah, uh, well, it, before it was cut. There was, the, was you know what? Oh, the turkey from the Christmas story. The before pizza, the dogs got to it. The pizza dinner from the beginning of Home Alone. Yes, the pizza dinner in Home Alone. Mm-hmm. He gets pizza a few times in Home Alone. Yeah. He also makes well, like, a big the, old bowl of mac and cheese that he's oh, going to eat on Christmas. Which, by the way, yeah. But then he doesn't eat it because yeah. of the bag. Bro, show he had and such he made a big perfectly. bowl of chocolate ice cream with like all these chocolate chip cookies <laughs> yeah. and shit. I was like, what? <laughs> I want to stay in a fancy hotel and eat chocolate chips and cookies. I think we just want to eat all the food in the Home Alone movies. Yeah. It's basically, yeah. basically what we want to do. It was the best uh, food. It was. Yeah. It was, it was so good. Trash it. Yeah, well, those were kids. <laughs> it's perfect for children. Um, dessert. Anyone want to throw dessert out there? Oh, I guess you were with the ice cream. We got the Home Alone ice cream. Yeah, that's we, pretty good. We got all that colorful crap in the mm-hmm. Hook that they were throwing at each other. Some of that blue stuff. I don't. I don't know what they were eating in Hook. But if uh, my imagination imagines up, it was some, brought to you uh, by Sherwood Williams. Like that, I'm sure it tastes great. <laughs> if those colors match my flavors, mm-hmm. well, then we're we're good to go. You damn right. Are you good to go on time here, Steve? What do you got to do? Um, I'm 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 checking it out now. Yeah, checking it out. This guy's on a bit of a time here, but we still have a few minutes left. So I actually want to uh, throw out these movie stories here real quick. Thanks for the emails, guys. I appreciate it. You're all amazing. We've been munching on Cheetos and uh, Cheetos and, and delicious drinks, dried meat, cured meat. All right, let's see here. We got these. Uh, this is a crazy story. 
Everyone loves Keanu Reeves these days, right? They do. We're all having a good time with him. He's having a good time with life. Mm-hmm. He is now shooting Bill and Ted Face the Music. Bill and Ted 3. I knew it was coming. It, it is officially... He's been trying to make it for years. Like, he has been actively trying to get yeah. it done. It's finally happening. Bill and Ted Face the Music. There's a story about how... This is according to USA Today... Um, this lady, she's a lady, Samara Weaving. She is, uh, she plays the daughter of Alex Winter's character, Bill S. Preston's character. Okay. So she's on set, and according to her, Keanu Reeves okay. has the makeup artist hide a Duke Kaboom toy figurine somewhere on the set, and then he spends the day looking for it. He That's goes fantastic. He goes on a daily Duke Kaboom scavenger hunt. Hmm. Uh, on the set of Bill and Ted 3. Interesting. Isn't that a just a delight? <laughs> it is. It is. It's like, I don't know. I feel like his brain invents ways to make him better. Like, Yeah, to so just be better than everyone else in terms mm-hmm. of enjoying life and not being a jerk mm-hmm. and just bringing joy to people around him, even on the job site like that. He's making a bullshit movie. But it's like, we're going to have a good time. We got a thumbs up. We're good to go. Yep, yep. Uh, if you were going to, if you were going to do a scavenger hunt every day at your job, what would you have uh, someone hide for you? What would, um, what would make you want to go looking? Well, we had something similar to this um, at my job for a little while. Mm-hmm. Is we got a king cake in uh, around yes. Mardi Gras time? Yeah, sure. That's when they had a the little baby in the yeah. cake, right? Yeah, and we would hide it in random places around the office. The actual cake or the baby? The baby. Okay, and because that, uh, that cake's gonna get a little oh, yeah. stinky after a while. Yeah, a little yeah. bit flies, che- cheesy. Oh yeah, yeah. flies everywhere. <laughs> but then that makes it easier to find the uh, the baby. Yeah. Uh, so you hide the baby for yeah. a little while. Mm-hmm. And then what happens when you find the baby? Yeah, then it's your turn to hide it. Ah, uh, okay, I see. What you should do is have everyone like put in like a dollar or something into mm-hmm. a jar, and then at the end. Whoever finds baby gets to like keep the the ten bucks that are in there or whatever. Nah. But then they gotta like buy lunch or something. I don't know. Nah, no. that's always the way. We did it with a snake too at my, uh, one of my jobs. Now, now that I will quit that job. Why are you putting? Fake- oh, it was a real scary looking uh, rattlesnake too. Was uh, it for, like for real? Oh yeah, it looked like a for real striking up with the fangs, like ready to get you. Like oh, it was menacing as fuck. That sucks. Like I'm not even terrified of snakes, and it's like. I like it gets you, get you. It's like oh, oh god no! I have a I have a for real straight up snake phobia. Mm-hmm. The devil would like cardiac arrest me, put me on the defibrillators. Now get me to a hospital. I like snakes. Of course you would like snakes. <laughs> of all the things to not be on your shit list, and it's snakes. What was the time on that one? I got cut that out. <laughs> oh, we're at about one. That is a drop. But, uh, edgy screaming. I like snakes. <laughs> you're, you're an hour, ten minutes, and thirty seconds in. We got, I like turtles. We got, we got edgy screaming about snakes. This guy, I put this in a Facebook group. Uh, got a decent reaction. A lot of people are interested in this for a number of reasons. Feel the dreams. They're going to play an official game of Major League Baseball on the field, on the yep. actual field used in the movie Field of Dreams. I saw that. They're adding enough for 8,000 seats. Yep, they're adding it'll be just for 8,000 seats. So that's going to be some expensive yeah. fucking tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to have the corn field. Like, that's your outfield out mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. uh, it's like the original field. It's been uh, maintained. Someone bought the land, and they loved the movie, and they kept it all this time. Oh, it's been a, fantastic. It's been like a tourist. You think that would be uh, hard? Thing? To maintain a cornfield, uh, like 
and like obviously the cornfield mm. and like the the baseball. And, and the, that's the a real damage. question. I'm I'm at, it, literally it, it, I don't it know. It costs for real deal. maintenance. I mean, uh, yeah. you have to put out tarps for when it rains, so it doesn't ruin all the dirt and everything. If you want it to look nice, you have to oh, mow the lawn. Right, it's like clay type dirt, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There is actual maintenance that has to be involved in there for something that probably doesn't get used very often. And I think it's like a free thing. No one charges admission to drive by and look at this baseball field on the side of the road. Yeah, here. you really couldn't unless you made a fence or something like that because it's all outside. You can't be like, hey, the whole thing is outdoors. Yeah, but maybe these people timed up with Major League Baseball, teamed up with them. They got some money, and now they're gonna have a fucking Chicago White Sox, New York Yankees game. Uh, of course, it's the White Sox because that's cool. uh, that, that was a team featured the White Sox, and then it's the Yankees because they're gonna put it on TV. So you gotta have one of the more popular teams in baseball. Yeah, on TV, we're gonna do it. Not gonna have the White Sox like the fucking Milwaukee Brewers. You know, Jesus Christ, Brewers, the Cleveland Indians. That's not happening. <laughs> now, isn't that a little tricky with sports? Like, in I mean, way? is are the White Sox good? Or are they just gonna get mopped by? Uh... You know, and that's the thing. It's um, I mean, uh, baseball has decent parity, but yeah, you could if you pick a team randomly like that, seemingly yeah. because you wanted to be the White Sox because they're the team in the movie. Yeah. If you pick a popular team that's usually good, like the Yankees usually are, it could it be lopsided? It's possible. Um, and then everybody I, I'm not just up, leaves bummed out. I'm not up it, on the AL Central right now. I'm an yeah. NL East guy. That's what I'm paying attention to. So I don't know if the White Sox are even good. We'll see. And, yeah. then, and then the game is uh, next season too. So okay. Yeah. So, well, so now they, you're trying to predict the, the next season. The thing I don't understand though is like, yeah, they're keeping the cornfield like right where it was in the movie and everything. So it's like. Pretty much going to be the announcers being like, and it's gone. Like, not over the fence, but nobody's finding that shit. Well, like, you know what I mean? Far, like, if it's far the back ball enough. just went into the cornfield. Yeah, good luck with that. If it's far back enough, the cornfield should be about 300 yards out from home plate. Yinzo cornfield's a home run. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it works out fine. It just works as the outfield fence. And then there's no people back there. The plow, get it. <laughs> they're they're going to be finding baseballs for weeks out there. And, uh, <laughs> I goddamn the combine caught up another one of them fucking spaldings. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fucking great. Um, <laughs> Dyersville, Iowa. Man, this random little town is going to get butt fucked with people next yeah, summer. It's going to be crazy. You know what, Trade to answer your question also a little bit. Um, the game's going to be August of next year. By that yeah. point, a lot of teams are like, they know whether they're in or out for the playoff race. It's a possibility it could be like, the Yankees are just steamrolling, and the Chicago White Sox are like, fuck, our season's already over by this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, yeah. very possible. We'll see at that time. Yeah, because otherwise they could screw with, you know... Like, I mean... Like, they like, could screw with, uh, with uh, Team's uh, Momentum and what, things like that. Team Momentum, and I mean, also, like, you know, now, uh, like, like if, if we did a lot of those types of games, because, I mean, they're still... They're planning on doing more. Yeah. I don't know if they are in the... Well, they're, know, they're I don't doing know all they, sorts of things. They're trying to do games in Europe. They did the first game in London this year at... Um, London Stadium. I think they're just trying to keep baseball relevant. And they're trying they, to expand and, it. And they're not... They're trying to expand In certain markets, baseball is as relevant as ever, depending on the market. And some, like Miami... Those are keep, much fewer they markets, keep putting out a, They like, keep putting out a trash team. They keep getting trash attendance. They put out a good team, people will show up. Yeah. So it depends on where you're at. Let baseball die and just yes, let please. Ticket, cricket take over. Yeah. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Cricket's never taken over. Nah. They're just going the opposite direction. You want more rules? Longer games, more rules? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not watching them now. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, the cricket games? Yeah, like if we can get baseball to cricket, then maybe we can kill cricket. You just want to kill two sports? You just want to slowly kill uh, baseball. I like baseball. Baseball's fun. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I grew up playing it. 
Um, and also grew up <laughs> watching baseball movies and Field of Dreams. Man, I saw that movie See, so many damn times. That's why this is brilliant, by the way. Because um, even like if you're a baseball fan, mm-hmm. but you're not big into movies, there's a good chance you're still into that particular movie. You still know because about it's the movie. That ty- that's that movie. And even though it's a baseball field, all this stuff, the movie is about fathers yeah. and sons and relationships. Yeah, it's and still not about baseball. And if you're not a baseball fan, but you love that movie, mm-hmm. you'll go. Like you know, so so it's attracting more. It's great idea. It's so interesting. It's so a good idea. Yeah, absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah, I just hope it doesn't revive the sport. Uh, it's doing horribly. It's it's doing really bad. Baseball really bad. No, it's not doing really bad. Viewership is like, it, dude. It's all football now. Like and it, everybody complains about how slow baseball is. Like as far as Foot, att- football slow att- too. Attendance in stadiums way down. Dude. Foot, football, I feel like hockey's well. on the rise. Hockey is very much on the rise. Hockey has been on the rise ever since um, HD TVs have uh, come into uh, been more common, and it's been easier okay. to watch hockey. You can actually see the puck and stuff. Then people can actually appreciate. Hockey for what it is, mm-hmm. which is an amazing sport. Um, yeah, so hockey is getting more popular. Soccer is getting more popular. Again, those are sports that you, you talk about uh, the slowness of baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, football is one of the most goddamn boring sports of all time. I will absolutely agree with you. It is that. so slow. It's so incredibly slow. Um, but at least there's more. Um, but for some reason, it's so popular because, because people are meatheads. Because, well, because there's still. You mean f- I get to drink beer, eat hot wings for seven hours? Because there's still. I get to, I get to still, have a Yankees Red Sox game. <laughs> there's still physical, pl- like, f- like physical play to it. Like, there's a lot of, you know, physical, like, roughness and stuff like that. Yeah. I, you know, every time I watch a pitcher, like, I know he's more, uh, you know, uh, uh, physically gifted than me, but I can throw a fucking ball, and I'm not interested in watching him do you, it. You can throw a ball, but you can't hit the ball. Yeah, but have you seen how far a quarterback can throw into the end zone? That is a fucking throw. Yeah, yeah baseball but, can kiss my ass as far as throwing shit when it comes to a football player no. throwing a ball sixty yards into Different an end zone. Aerodynamic and no, I absolutely no, agree, sorry. but it looks no, more I'm, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with you 100. percent Anyone yeah. can take a football and throw it really far. Ooh. I'm talking about a guy who's standing 66 feet away from his target. He's throwing the ball over 90 miles per hour. And he's trying to hit a target that's, what, uh, six inches by eight inches? Yeah, the velocity he, and the accuracy. He's uh, making the ball curve as it goes along the way. He's yeah. tricking your mind into thinking the ball does a similar th- Hitting a major league fastball is the hardest thing to do in sports. Right, right. But what I'm getting at though is that like while what it's, you're getting at is it's more m- impressive to see someone throw a football really far. No, it's more fun uh, because no. Here's the thing: it is harder. There's more accuracy involved and stuff like that. But when I see somebody throw something over a plate, I don't give a shit. Whereas the entertainment value in somebody throwing it takes like like a few seconds to get. 60 yards from a football going there from the end zone. You're watching where everybody's going to try to catch the ball, where they're trying to defend, where they're trying to do everything. You get caught up in the moment. You go, like, is who is the opposition going to catch it? Is he going to catch it? Is it going to fall? What's going to happen? Um, you've got all these interesting things. You just throw a baseball, and a guy caught it. Fuck that guy. I don't know how Steve <laughs> does this, Trey, but this is the third time now I'm finding myself in an argument I don't give a fuck about. I'm arguing something I don't give a shit You know what's about. weird, too? I don't give a fuck about it either, but I, I just I have and to. You get so... <laughs> So passionate about something so stupid. I do. I do. So incredibly dumb. I, I know. I don't care about this argument at all. And yeah, both times uh, that this has happened today, I'm, I'm with Steve for like an ounce of seconds, and then uh, then I just I'm like, I don't care about this anymore. I just, like, like why? Why is this even happening? He, don't worry. He'll gas himself what, out eventually. What, what, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> still waiting for it to happen. Episode's about to end. He's still he's just still let him going. run around in the backyard. All right, he'll, guys, t- he'll tucker himself out. I grab, I grab, a, I grab a solid fortune cookie. Let's, okay, we're okay. gonna wrap this baby up with some fortunes, man. Let's see what we have in store for us. Uh, we got yourself a fortune cookie there. This is a uh, blonde fortune cookie. Yeah, this thing is light as hell. Not enough time in the cookie factory. <laughs> All right, here we go. I am reading my fortune. Hold on a second. All right, fortune time. <clears throat> Prepare yourself for a change of events in your personal life. Ooh, that's very specific. Very specific. Trey, fortune. No more drama in my life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Plan to have some fun. I feel like I'm doing that right now. All right. <laughs> Fuck you, Cookie. You're days late. Sunday, I'm cooking. All right, Steve. Okay. What's your fortune? Uh, throwing a football is more dramatic and entertaining. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it says uh, a friend's advice is invaluable. I disagree. I advise you to it's like sometimes, baseball. It sometimes is. I've gotten horrible advice, and I've got some never, great advice. I love baseball. I'll never advise that to anyone. <laughs> uh, none of these are good fortunes. No. They're not even fortunes. I saved my good fortune. You got, you just got scheduling advice. Yeah, I got something vague, and you I got. I feel what? like I got something that Google calendars could uh, send me a notification for. I like that. I would love for my calendar to be like a friend's advice is invaluable at four o'clock on Wednesday. Yeah, and then you get that, <laughs> that advice that comes. And this advice sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it says this isn't real. Look, 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 you get advice from friends. Invest, invest in tin. These why, are, why, why? The writing on these is different than usual, don't you yeah. think? Isn't it's it? like a. Um, it's more bubble than ever. It's like a silky paper too. Yeah, well, yeah. It's, a, it's a, a little bit of a larger font. I, I found the box of fortune cookies behind. It wasn't in the store. I found it behind the store. It's okay. ra- there are rando cookies. Okay. Oh, okay. So, so I just ate rando cookies. Yeah, yeah. You, well, they're individually wrapped though. That they are. So there's no cross-contamination of bullshit fortunes. Were you, <laughs> were, you, were you looking around for a garbage can to spit in? You were making a face like... No, no, no. <laughs> you were whipping around like, oh my God, this has to go. I was thinking about what position I would best be in to eat these without making crunchy noises. Oh, no. Crunch right into the mic. Just like this. Like, I, I, go, I go like this. I go. See? People love it. People love that shit. Oh, yeah. They write in about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, big fans wow. of it. Big, Hold big on. Fan. Pan me hard left. You hard right will ASMR uh, some uh, fucking <laughs> uh, uh, crunchy, chewy noises. Okay. You're over there. I'm over here. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Yeah. Go too far. I like it. I ate it all. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. We'll see. Hopefully that, uh, someone jerked off to that for a minute. All right. Enjoyed that. Now my waveform looks weird. I'm just going to loop that, put it into the Calm app, and go to sleep to it. All right, now I'm salty. Mouth salty. Oh, no, I need drinks. I'm out of drinks. This has to be the end of the episode. We must send it. Steve. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for taking over co-hosting duties. I appreciate it very much. I love sitting in this chair. It was a good chair, right? Oh, no, I do have more. (laughs) Wait, let me give you... I knew I didn't eat that much. Hold on. Are we... All right, everyone give it... Everyone give it one last one. <laughs> All right, we're adults having a good time on a Sunday. Trey, yes, thanks for hanging out, buddy. Hey, thanks appreciate, for having appreciate me. Appreciate it very much. That was a good time. We cooked up some comedy via beverages and pre-made snacks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, and joke sticks. Oh yeah, joke sticks. <laughs> joke sticks. <laughs> you got horny for it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. 
I love a good joke stick. Let me get that joke stick, baby. Uh, thank you everyone for uh, enjoying us this week because that's what you do. You enjoy what we do for free. Join our Patreon. Yes. Give us monies. Mm-hmm. That'd be nice. Yeah. And I guess that's it. Peace out. A PFT Media Production.